0: I'm recording.
1: All right. Uh. Fuck. Okay. How do we start it? Man? We like, know. We're keeping we that it. as I'm the like, intro now. All right. Now. Uh, all right. Fuck. Get it going, okay. dude. <laughs>
2: Hi.
1: Welcome to Unless, you <laughs> to Unless You Live Hardcore. I'm Kyle Forsythe, the host who doesn't know how to start a podcast. <laughs>
0: what's up i'm jake ford i'm the other host of this podcast maybe i'll do it from now on dude or give it a go next week
1: yeah maybe that's the maybe that's the move maybe Uh, we gotta
0: feel it out dude
1: because i'm just like oh fuck you have such
0: a It was very you have soft. such a warm, uh, inviting tone, though. I don't know if I want to <laughs> yeah. take that away from the five listeners we have right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it alternates on YouTube. I saw one of the episodes had at
1: least 12 on there. No, they've so. been doing
0: good recently. They've been doing good. I uh, We got to blast out the Kellen Quinn thing a little bit more, I'm starting to realize. We gotta, yeah. we really gotta take advantage of, of that before he eventually realizes it and hits us with that cease and desist, baby.
1: <laughs> I thought we were gonna say before he gets canceled, like everybody in that scene. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, he might be one of the good boys. He might be. He's been married. I think he has. He's yeah. been married since like I don't probably since he was like you know in the studio with us. I think he was married before then. So he might be one of the good boys, but he was also. Uh from what I understand, like very good buddies with Mr. Fronzak from Attila, dude. Like super tight with those guys. So he might be kinda scummy.
1: I don't know. I did see an interview with him uh like the other day and i didn't watch it but i had seen it before and so i remembered like his voice in my head of him talking in the interview you know and then like (laughs) i was listening to the episode that we put out a few weeks ago where we were talking about like uh people doing lessons at warp tour like music lessons at warp tour and like, Kellen Quinn did vocal lessons, and I'm like, you can't teach how to talk like that, you know, <laughs> like, that oh,
0: dude yeah, just yeah.
1: sounds like that all the time, like, yeah, that's his Yeah, he voice. really does have like, an
0: insanely high, like, r- high, just talking register. Yeah, like, his he's just voice in like, general hey. is just pretty, like, high pitched. Dude, yeah. I'll be honest, the first time I heard Sleeping With Sirens, uh, when I was like 14, 15, I, I thought it was a chick singer. like i'm not even trying to be mean i thought it was like a girl singer and i was like oh it's like a heavy paramour (laughs) he's just got a perfect falsetto it's not even falsetto though he like never even does falsetto because falsetto is when you like really go into the top of your it's like that like r&b like real high shit and he like he almost never does that in like sleeping with sirens funny enough though he does like a real shitty one in you are the rejet clone by sycamore
2: <laughs> yeah
0: uh he yeah no i think he we might know. be one of the good boys though uh
2: we can only hope
0: maddie mullins from memphis Fire. he seems like one of the one of the good boys too
1: yeah he's I been can't... married
0: for like decade plus there's never been any scandals with those guys he might be one of the good boys too
1: memphis mayfire yeah they seem to have stay in the scene and they seem to have only gotten more relevant as they've been around which is wild because like i remember back in the post hardcore days you know in the sycamore days and stuff like memphis mayfire was always on tour and was always on good tours but like i feel like they weren't the hot ticket item necessarily But now they're big like they always like had a good fan base they always had a solid pretty good sized fan base i don't know they dude They never I think... seemed like a major major band like they never were a theater band they always seemed like crowfoot they never seemed to make that leap to like royal oak music
0: theater i would say now they're probably doing like big shows like that but yeah That's what i, I mean it's like yeah, it now definitely they're took them a ever, while but they're
1: metalcore now
0: they've been a band since like 2006. they've been yeah. a band forever dude because they got that like they got that first full length that a lot of people don't even probably know about which is like very southern metal sounding that album treads dude it's so good um but i would say like i don't know like after like the hollow and probably challenger came out they were like pretty fucking big there for a while
1: yeah like i I remember
0: the hollow being huge which, that's a really good album, dude. I haven't listened to that album in a long time. Funny
1: enough, their top song of all time is from Challenger, and it's featuring Kellen Quinn.
0: Ah, yeah, of course, <laughs> dude. He's, a, he's the hit maker, man. He is. Dude, I didn't realize that, uh, that Pierce the Veil song has, like, 50 million plays on YouTube that that's king crazy. king for a day song oh, like, yeah that's like it, a big song dude it went
1: viral on tiktok like a year ago
0: oh it had like a renaissance okay
1: yeah so last year at some point so oh this is actually gonna be a fun sort of metal story i guess like it was a whole thing that was happening on tiktok throughout this whole tour that pierce the veil was on so pierce the veil blew the fuck up on tiktok with king for a day it like started getting used a ton in tiktoks by people who had never even heard of Pierce the veil until like 2022 uh okay and then they went on tour with i prevail like when they were like we're gonna put out a new like when pierce the veil had announced they were gonna put out a new album but they hadn't put it out yet and they hadn't Mm. put out any songs um and then so they went on tour with i prevail i prevail was the headliner of that tour yeah and apparent there was just TikToks. All, like a lot of them from all the tour dates, what was happening is Pierce the Veil had finished their set and the whole crowd was fucking leaving. They're <laughs> like half the oh. crowd, would, not the whole crowd, but literally the half the crowd would leave. Like yeah. you're seeing a literal half people of the audience piling
2: out, dude. walk
1: out. They're like, done. They came for Pierce the Veil and they're like, we're not here for I Prevail because I Prevail is metalcore. Yeah. And all the people at the time, like all the people who were into Pierce the Veil at the time, it's post hardcore. And there's definitely crossover there, but not completely. And so like, but they were like really massive and people were just walking out of these I Prevail shows and people were taking TikToks of just like a mass exodus of fans walking out of the building right before I Prevail set.
0: Oh, dude, that's that's a bummer, man. Yeah, I guess that's the risk when you book like tours like that where bands are very, very different. You kind of might get people on certain dates showing up and then leaving because they're like, I don't care about the other bands. I just want to see these two bands.
1: Yeah, and imagine being like, I prevail. Like... And having to see that because you know it's in their TikTok feed because they're active oh, on TikTok. Oh yeah,
0: it's got to be pretty brutal. <laughs> you like, got to
1: because you see it at, like happen and then you got to see it on your TikTok later.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe don't have a band on your like undercard that is like significantly bigger than you.
1: But they didn't know at the time. At the time, period this is the first tour that Pierce the Veil had done in years, so they like nobody really could gauge where the interest for Pierce the Veil was at, they announced this tour, and then Pierce the Veil goes viral on TikTok.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was just like, it was really just timing. It's the internet timing things out. Like, it just happened. Like, it's crazy. And King for a Day went super viral. And that's why it's at 50 million now.
0: Oh, damn. That's a ton of plays, dude.
1: It's why the Pierce the Veil resurgence has happened, like, so heavily. It's like, Mm -hmm. it happened more intensely than it would have had that not happened on tiktok
0: yeah i mean i used to really like uh some of pierce the veil stuff especially like collide with the sky that was a really good album back in the day like i don't know they just had like really unique sounding compositions and weren't generic for you know a post-hardcore band
1: yeah um yeah they had really good songs i loved their stuff like back in the day i really fucked with pierce the veil it's one of the bands that i would go watch at warp tour when i was at warp tour and they were on it yeah
0: Um, they were honestly kind of rough live dude not musically but vocally. i watched their
1: set i would always go watch their i remember every time they were on warp tour i saw their set i mean so that's worth something i guess i chose them over other options you know
0: yeah Um,
1: but yeah i don't know man uh interesting stuff interesting stuff um You want to do some metal news? I got only a couple things, dude.
0: Okay, yeah, let's get into it, man.
1: I got, uh, I really only got one thing, and then the other thing I sent you earlier, and it's a song. Really, is what the metal news is. Is that? So, first thing is, uh, this isn't even like it doesn't feel like metal news, but every metal news outlet carried this story for some reason. Uh, this just feels like rock news more so. I don't even know if it's news. It's just a fun story, and I'm just. Uh for $400 you can park yourself at a bar stool uh, so you could buy one of Aerosmith's bar stools from their final shows. Uh for, for how much? $400. For a
0: bar stool, dude? <laughs> yeah. Is it signed by the guys at least or like what is is it just from the like set of the show?
1: Honestly, I'm not sure. Let me look up the full article here. Um It says you could buy a bar stool. Is there any band you would pay four hundred dollars for a bar stool from their final show?
0: Um, yeah, Aerosmith. If Steven Tyler did heroin on it at one point, (laughs) if I knew he can had confirmed he had done drugs on it, then maybe it'd be worth something.
1: Man, yeah, I, I don't think there's any band. I don't know. There might be a band that I would. I gotta. Dude, there's
0: honestly, I don't think there's a single artist on the planet I would pay. Over $100 um, for any sort of like memorabilia, to be completely honest with you.
1: Okay, I found the article. I wish I was I'm just gonna read it straight from here. I wish I was making this up, but this is insane ticketing is in twenty twenty have to pay four hundred dollars to sit on a literal bar stool to see Aerosmith on their farewell. Okay, this is a fucking deceiving Oh wait, headline. so you
0: don't get to take the no. bar stool. You get
1: you get to pay four hundred dollars <laughs> to, to sit on a sit bar stool uncomfortably
0: on a bar stool for an entire concert, dude. Also, oh,
1: and it's behind the stage obstructed view.
0: Why the fuck would anybody want to do that? <laughs> like it's
1: behind the stage on a bar stool $400 to see Aerosmith.
0: That's dumb as fuck, dude. Why? Honestly, that's worse than like what Taylor Swift <laughs> did with Ticketmaster, dude. That's fucking that's fucked up.
1: This is worse than if you if they if they were selling $400 for a bar stool, that'd be more worth it, honestly.
0: Yeah they're asking you to pay extra to sit behind the stage uncomfortably like that makes no sense at all dude plus who i imagine everybody who's still going to see aerosmith live is they've got to be like 70 years old so
1: uh yeah it's gonna be a pretty old show as far as the average age on that show
2: Mm. (laughs) yeah
0: that's uh
1: Imagine. I'm not a
2: big
0: Aerosmith fan, to be honest. With you. I kind of think dude. they suck, dude.
1: I thought it was also—it's a pretty deceiving headline, uh, honestly. If I'm being honest, it, it's like it seems like a bullshit. You didn't read about.
0: the article before you brought it on the podcast, Man, Kyle. You know, I didn't, come on, I... dude. <laughs> come
1: on. <laughs> no, you're good. I, you know, I thought it would be more interesting if we'd uncover more about it if I just read it as we go along, but uh you know it didn't well, happen so the quickly other quickly realized
0: it fell flat i i, I <laughs>
2: fucked up you, dude it's fine I, I,
1: I, you, we honestly, probably like, is there any band you would pay four hundred dollars to sit on a bar stool from obstructed view I, behind i the don't stage? know
0: if there's anybody i'd see i'd pay four hundred dollars to even see <laughs> yeah, <okay>. like <laughs> in funny. general i'm like dude i don't is... think that's that that's way too much money for a concert right
1: what if it's somebody's farewell tour?
0: That's a load of bullshit, dude. They're going to be <laughs> back in five years for more money, and they're going to wring it out of your pockets again, dude. Don't fall for that. How many farewell tours have Motley Crue done at this point, dude? A they lot, keep coming dude. back they every were, three they years, also, they sounding they're, like total shit. They're,
1: I think they're, like, doing a new album, too, and, like, touring with John 5. Are you five. kidding me? Yeah, I think John 5. Oh just, yeah, like, that's right. Mick Mars Crew is out of
0: the band now and he's like he's also suing them. Mick yeah. Mars is suing Motley Crue.
1: And they're replacing him with John 5.
0: Okay. well, John yeah. 5 fucking rips, so that's he can play anything.
1: Yeah, I saw some article uh, earlier today when I was going through like some article other articles and it was like uh Rob Zombie makes a statement on John 5 playing with Motley Crue. And it's like all right, who gives a fuck?
0: yeah he's just a what do you mean it's a it's a money guys. grab dude yeah he's exactly so a, he's a paid guitar player you're just trying to get that money dude
1: he realizes the john five tour isn't going as well he's got to play fucking token lounge in westland or something
0: did he play token lounge i in don't westland? know
1: man probably I know not, he's not a big he, solo yeah.
0: artist i know he like to- tours as a solo artist sometimes but he's not like huge he's not like a huge draw i don't think
1: i feel like he could probably do more than token but it also probably feels like it's... i feel like i've seen a lot of solo guitarists go through token lounge just old guys who are solo guitarists
0: yeah like a devon townsend or something
1: yeah or this guy from Styx, you know <laughs> like... really it's it's a lot of that at token lounge it's like the ex-guitarist from sticks like it's genuinely that, or it's like the lead vocalist of striper <laughs> oh <really> dude <laughs> just, i'm not kidding dude yeah genuinely that's the axe they get and it's like somebody from striper or something like
0: that sucks dude token lounge yeah. pretty pretty trashy venue i'm not gonna oh, lie dude. yeah i, I mean, love when... it but god is it like pretty gross.
1: Oh, the owners are like big Trump guys, too like oh
0: well come on who, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would have like, guessed that dude
1: <laughs> but they were like very anti-mask guys during the pandemic too they went very anti-mask stance and very, are you like, like friends with
0: them on social media <laughs> like, or something
1: just, it was like local news at the time like i remember oh okay
0: really yeah, like
1: yeah because we we're in a time where nobody would like if you said something about like we need to unmask it was big news in the local yeah. area at that time like fresh pandemic and these dudes are like we need rock shows. Everybody
0: would gather <laughs> around you and do this, yeah, for saying that for suge- even suggesting yeah,
1: it. They were, but they, they were would pretty hiss intense at you about it, yeah. It was funny. The whole Everybody. town
0: would gather and hiss at you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man, yeah. So, all right, the other piece of news uh, this one's fucking wild. Did you listen to this when I sent you it earlier? What I'm gonna, uh, I, today, so, Tony Hawk, uh, oh, Hawk, I heard about this. Yeah, on Revolver, I'm going to read the Revolver one, is see Tony Hawk sing crushing cover of Nine Inch Nails' Wish. So, Hawk, once again, has been enlisted by Mikey and his uke, a YouTube channel man named, or a YouTube channel named by Mike Hawden of Fairmounts, who does covers of iconic rock songs from a people of all over the spectrum, and then members of so there's also members of the offspring bad religion rancid dinosaur jr the dillinger escape plan uh like a bunch of others i guess so like he just got some crazy super group oh and every time i die and the bronx
0: yeah it's the old drummer from every time i die he did uh x lives and from parts unknown with them
1: dillinger escape plan every time i die the bronx yeah dude so like he just had a bunch of like people help him make this crazy super group song and tony hawk sings it and it's kind of like fucking heavier than you would expect it to be and actually like kind of (laughs) good like oh yeah i I wouldn't call it metal necessarily it's closer to punk but it's like it's heavier heavier
0: punk i I play it i haven't heard it at all
1: hopefully it doesn't give me an ad no okay no ad
0: I thought that was definitely an ad. This is
1: how it starts. Dude playing his ukulele. Oh, hello, the song is about to start. You want me to turn it down?
0: Uh, No, that's fine, because I can always adjust it in post. All right, turn it off for a sec, dude. It's dude, kind if, of heavier than you expected to be out of the game. Oh, cage. I mean, it's it's good, but I'm not gonna lie to you. If you didn't tell me Tony Hawk was singing, I would have been like, "Is that fucking Tony Hawk?" Yeah,
1: it <laughs> does kind of. Yeah, you can you can tell it's Tony Hawk, yeah. Because he's
0: not. He's you're right. He's not like singing. He's kind of doing like yelly punk vocals. So I'm like, that kind of sounds like Tony Hawk's mad at his son. Yeah. Here, let's listen a little more.
1: dude like the fucking is chorus sorta you know i mean
0: yeah yeah, it's pretty good dude i mean for tony hawk doing a punk cover yeah. yeah
1: dude it's pretty wild here i'm gonna fast forward a little bit into the song and just see how it sounds here and fucking shreds too i mean which no shocker it's like a fucking super group you know
0: yeah no they sound great
1: Honestly, if Tony Hawk was like, "This is my new band," I'd be like, "I'm listening to Tony Hawk's new band, dude." Oh <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no. If not they bad. put out an
0: if they put out an album, I would be like, "Oh yeah, I'll check it out." It's definitely yeah. not bad. Who are who's all on it again? Like, what's the what are the names of the people Here. on it?
1: Okay, so in this edition, right. Uh, so it's uh, what's, while former members of Dillinger Escape Plan, Ben Wyman, every oh, okay. time I die, the Bronx and more hold down instrumentation. So let me go to the actual YouTube page for it and see if it has like. I don't want to watch an ad and see if it has direct credits. Yeah, direct credits. Tony Hawk, uh, obviously. Uh, guitar, Ben Wyman, who's from Dillinger Escape Plan, suicidal tendencies, and Giraffe Tongue Orchestra bass is brad magers uh from the bronx mariachi El bronx pounded by the surf keys is cat lucas stormy my love child toy daggers x keys guitar vox and pinks band okay um drums is ryan legs legger x every time i die x norma jean x the salads
0: when was ryan and fucking norma jean what
1: Let's find out. We could find exactly when Ryan was in, Norma Jean. They've had 8,000 members. So we're yeah, I know. To go throw a list of them. Of like,
0: I feel like he just did one tour with them.
1: Maybe. I wonder He if did, a, he
0: did a lot of just tours with random bands back in the day.
1: Ryan Legger. He was from about 2012 to 2017, it looks.
0: What? No, what? He, he basically... Drums. No, cause he was in every time I die at the time, dude.
1: But there was also overlap, or no? I don't know. No, that's that's definitely in that that's
0: inaccurate. It's got to be, dude, cause fucking Clayton uh, Holyoke.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It it I must be reading the wrong bar or something. Reading it wrong. Yeah, yes, I, think... I read it wrong. Okay, I read the wrong bar. My apologies. He was in uh norma Jean from 2018 to 2019
0: okay yeah probably is literally just like two tours then um that's funny though dude i was gonna say because like i know clayton was in that band before he joined every time i die so that wouldn't have yeah, made it much sense <clears throat> okay So
1: yeah that's very interesting um there's even like a little reference it's 51 here so that would be the one clayton it's an article I think uh by clayton or about clayton so i don't know doesn't matter anyways but yeah so short time short period of time huh. did but, you ever um, have you ever
0: listened to the bronx no the no, bronx not. is a fantastic band dude i've I'll... seen
1: them on many tours with bands and stuff but i've never listened they're
0: to them. a fantastic like punk kind of kind of hard band sometimes but not they're not really like heavy they're more like I don't know, just kind of like, there's more of like a punk band than anything else.
1: Sounds like a ska band, doesn't it?
0: No. Bronx. No, but
1: the name of the Bronx sounds like a ska band to me. Oh,
0: yeah, kind of. Well, they have a mariachi band, which is Mariachi El Bronx, which yeah, they actually played like Colbert one time. Interesting. Yeah, it was very random. I was like, wait, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, that song's uh pretty good, weirdly. I don't know, man.
0: Well, I mean, it is—it's a, a nine-inch nail song, so it should be pretty solid.
1: Yeah. Also, he put together a group of really solid musicians too.
0: To cover uh, it, yeah.
1: So he must. I mean,
0: no offense to him, I would say I would say Tony Hawk might be the weakest link on that whole track, dude.
1: Uh, without a doubt, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's also the richest on it though, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, um, and the rest of them are getting clout by doing a song with Tony Hawk. Like, even if it doesn't turn out great, you still did a song with Tony Hawk, you know? (laughs) You ever hear
0: that Tony Hawk uh, story where they're like, they're about to release, like, I think it was like the third or fourth game. And, like, the other two were still in, like, the top ten, like, PlayStation sales. Yeah. And so he went to lunch. Yeah, the, okay. The yeah.
1: three, top, the first three were in the top sales.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he went to lunch with his manager and was like, yeah, things are better than we ever expected. So, you know, here you go. And he just, like, slides him a check for $4 million. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the first one, so, yeah, it was, like, the first three were still in the top ten. And the first one had sold so well they were putting it into classics, which meant that it would be cheaper but higher distribution
0: yeah way higher volume
1: yeah and so it's like it went into classics and then the other two were in like all three of them were still in the top 10 and it's like that's fucking crazy he's like and he just sent me a check for four million and that's his story that he gives to i've seen it on like a couple podcasts now and it's his story he gives whenever people ask him how much money he made off the video games he won't ever say the real number he just gives that story about the four million yeah. like after the first four and it's like because he doesn't talk about how great underground did that was like probably underground was, like,
0: was huge yeah
1: underground was fucking massive and it's like Yeah, I think he doesn't talk about underground or underground two, which was like underground two is even bigger. Yeah, like so that's like when it even started peaking. He talks about the money he made before it even like got fucking massive, massive. I mean, they were big. He's worth like a
0: solid quarter of a billion dollars probably.
1: He's got to be. He has like his own like he had his own radio show for years. Now he's got his own podcast. All the board sales he's made, the clothing sales, like he was carried in like. Kohl's, Nordstrom's, J.C. pennies for like Hawk in the boys section. You remember that? Oh yeah. Like when we were growing up, you could just buy Hawk, which is I not Birdhouse. I remember that, dude. That was his like lower level, cheap priced one that you could find yeah. at TJ Maxx or Kohl's or anywhere cheap, like yeah, I guess the like department stores.
0: When Shaq started putting out shoes at Walmart, basically.
1: Yeah, and then he had all his other companies as well, like his like more core skateboarding companies. You know, the ones that you would find at skate shops. That dude was making money foot over fist. It's what does what does
0: he have besides Birdhouse?
1: Um, Birdhouse like acquired other companies over the years and stuff. Oh, did Grove they? Okay, well, if I'm correct, like they acquired some other skate companies. That and makes stuff. sense. Yeah. Um, dude, he's got so many companies. Plus, he had the Boom Boom Huck Jam tour. Do you remember that?
0: Uh now yeah, this is yeah. That was his arena
1: tour, dude. I went to that. My dad took me to it when oh, I was Oh, really? Younger. Yeah, dude. They had like motocross and BMX and skateboarding and like just all the shit, man. And then they had like just a DJ and stuff. And they had a huge half pipe in there. And then they had ramps where like motorcycle, like BMX or fucking motorcycle dudes were just going over the half pipe while dudes are like skating on the head. It was fucking wild. But it was his arena tour that he did, the Boom Boom Huck Jam. He did that for years all over the world. He toured that across the world, and that would sell out across the world.
0: Yeah. Do you think at the end of those shows he would sit in his green room alone sad and being like, I just want to do Nine Inch Nails covers with the boys. That's really where I <laughs> want to set my focus.
1: Nah, man, but I think you reach a certain age and if you reach a certain success level, you're probably like, what have I not done that I want to do? You yeah, know? no, no I love
0: Tony at. Hawk. He's a very cool guy. Yeah, he weirdly, though, has always come off like very. I I don't know, sort of, like, plain or, like, robotic. Not even safe, but just because he's he's in an extreme sport. But it's, like, I don't know. It's not – somebody once said that he, like, has no personality. I'm like, it's not that, but it's, like, he's just very – I don't know. Like if if AI constructed a human personality.
1: He's a company man. That's what Tony Hawk is. He got in with the corporate industry and the bigwigs, and they said, play it safe. Don't, it's like, don't be like these other skateboarders who want to go and do wild shit and get into drugs and alcohol and party and be dangerous and, st- and, like, get tattoos and stuff. Don't be like those guys. And he's like, no problem. Like, buttons up the shirt and he's like, I'll take the meat. Like, you know, like. He was just the dude who was willing to be the corporate guy, I think. And, like, yeah. I think some things worked out for him, and he wasn't always planning to be that, but I do think he became that because he got put into this that industry, you know. He got picked up by it, saw how to make it work. I was just talking to somebody else about this yesterday, about, like, some people are just corporate guys. Like, Ryan Seacrest has been, like, hosting American Idol because American Idol was on in the lobby of the comedy club last night or whatever in the lobby of Hockey Town. And I was talking to Josh Adams, super funny comic, you know, yeah. him. Um, and uh, we were just talking about Ryan Seacrest being on the TV. And I was like, that dude must have the fattest fucking contract in the world, dude. I'm like he's renegotiated so many times for that contract because of how many seasons deep they are, you know? I was like, that guy, I was like, he's a company man. I was like him and like Mario Lopez, you know? They're like company men where they're like, I get how to abide within this industry and I do what I have to do to abide by what they want me to do, you know? Like, and I I don't stray too far from the path of being safe.
0: I put on the corporate shackles and I do exactly as I'm told. And I get paid fat fucking stacks, dude. I show up on time. I wear the things they tell me to. I act how they request yeah. that I do. I well, don't, I
1: don't say even think. Amer- that are I don't trouble. even.
0: I don't even think at this point, American Idol could have a different host and be successful.
1: No, probably no. not, man. He's like no, the face so. of the
0: show at this point.
1: <laughs> that's what Josh said. He's like, I don't think they could have somebody else if they wanted to. Well, as soon as like, they, yeah, like, and that's the thing. I was like, they, I think that's Ryan Seacrest negotiating power
0: well yeah they missed that boat when they got new judges before a new host Mm -hmm. because before before i mean nobody really gave a fuck i feel like the the guy was ryan or the guy who was the guy it was simon cowell he was like the face of the show because everybody just loved how fucking dickish he was yeah um and then they all left and now it's fucking seacrest dude
1: yeah and uh it's crazy because like we (laughs) When we looked at the, the reason we ended up even talking about American Idol is because of the judges. We looked at the screen and Josh and I saw Lionel Richie as one of the judges and we were just watching. And then it looks over at the judge next to him and it's Katy Perry technically, okay? Uh But she's dressed as Mrs. Incredible or whatever from The Incredibles. (laughs) What? Full wig. Like, full rubber costume and everything. And then Lionel
0: Richie and fucking <laughs> yeah, the Lionel country Ritchie. guy are dressed yeah, normal. Luke
1: Bryant, yes, fully normal. And she is Mrs. Incredible for some reason. Like, perfect Mrs. Incredible. You don't know it's Katy Perry until the little banner comes up and says Katy Perry. Like, I'm like, Bro, she's why is kind kind of <laughs> uh
0: She's kind of lost her fucking marbles over the last, like, three years. Like, it you want to talk about the pandemic truly breaking somebody's mind? Katy Perry got wrecked during that shit, dude. She went insane at home, dude. Apparently, dude, because now she's just showing up to work as Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> like, yeah, why well, don't well, she had that thing? Oh, like uh, she had like a viral thing where people were trying to cancel her because she like forced herself on this like 18 year old kid and like started kissing him and shit.
1: Oh my god.
0: She was like, "You've never been kissed," and then basically just like grabbed this dude. And then there was another thing recently where people like, are like,
1: Katy Perry's a monster for kissing a man. <laughs> like,
0: what? well, it's if you watch the clip, you're kind of like, dude, that kid's really uncomfortable, and she kind of does just fucking grab him. Like, reverse those roles, and they like, if Lionel Richie did that to an 18 year old <laughs> girl, his ass would be so fucking fired, dude.
1: You're right. You're right. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, the classic he'd be teacher so in the fucking case. Done, dude. Like, yeah. come on. And then there's like another thing recently
0: student. where like somebody, this kid went on there and sang. He was like this 17 year old kid. And he had a really great voice, and uh, he said that he was there because like there he was in, he involved in like a school shooting. And then some, like somehow Katy Perry made it about herself and like started breaking down, crying, dude. <laughs> it's insane. People were yeah. just like, "Yeah, she's nutty, dude."
1: I don't know, man. Yeah, my whole <laughs> thing is, I just we looked at the tv saw lionel richie judging american idol and then see the camera pan over to mrs incredible with a banner that says katy perry i gotta i gotta look this up now dude you Hang gotta on. see it it was sad like last night that was i don't know if it was a new episode or not but it's fucking funny i hope it's like a halloween episode and they just replayed it or something but no, everybody else is no dressed way, normal dude. they don't
0: do reruns of american idol yeah, why the fuck is she dressed like Elastigirl, dude?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling
0: you. Well, there was another time she's gone on there as... Uh, oh wait, no, this is just a photo of her as Ariel, apparently. Okay, and It says Katie Perry. This also, this is really straight off the path of hardcore, dude.
1: Yeah, it really. Is. I Sorry. mean, we
0: might as well be doing a podcast for BuzzFeed right now. What the fuck <laughs> are we doing here, Kyle? <laughs>
2: Sorry. Katy Perry
0: reveals the sweet reason she chose Elastigirl <laughs> for Disney night. Oh, it was Disney night. That's why. Why was it not else even dressed Disney? Like it's Disney. Pixar, dude. But D- Disney owns it. I know. It's a subsidy, though. It's not the same. <laughs> it's an offshoot, oh, but, dude.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even give a fuck what a reason was, honestly. I don't think um,
0: Death Row Records is like, hey, we're Columbia Records. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're an, They're an imprint.
1: That's fair. All right, Man, yeah, she looks into fucking suck-a-more?
0: ridiculous, dude. Yeah, <laughs> she I do. She looks
1: insane. But <laughs> we've done enough on this on Katy Perry. We've gone far enough.
0: Can we but... start a an imprint podcast where we just shit on Katy Perry? <laughs>
1: no, absolutely not. <laughs> I love Katy There's Perry. so honest. much. I she do too. Her music very is a... good. Yeah, she also seems like a very sweet lady. As and far all. as like...
0: pop music goes, her shits fine dude
1: also as a person she seems like a very sweet lady i don't know her i'm just basing this off media but i mean maybe aggressive with the kissing uh and a little
2: self yeah i'm know, trying
0: to assistant. go on american idol and say i've never got my dick sucked ever, i just... dude. <laughs> <laughs> sing a song about how i've never been blown i've never felt the warmth what embrace of a woman's <laughs> mouth <laughs> and she's just gonna take care of me right in front of lionel dude <laughs> all right now we can't we've gone imagine too it would far. go down any other way i guarantee that's exactly what would happen dude yeah. and she would get a raise she wouldn't get <laughs> fired she would get a raise for sucking me off on tv <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Whew,
0: we got one good riff out, dude. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, we could do suck-a-more <laughs>
1: I mean, right, we're supposed to or do you yeah, want dude. I mean yeah? Do you know which one you wanted to do in this episode?
0: Oh yeah, we knew the first one because we only got two songs left and they're both No, I think there's three. We only got through two. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, we did. You're the Reject clone in Bears in Minnesota. So that, yeah, dude, number one, dude. Okay. Which this is the last one that I remember the title for, and this one's called "Don't Roll Your Eyes at Brittany Ripple." Which <laughs> Who's Britney Ripple? Uh, just a girl we went to high school with who was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ain't>
0: enough said.
2: <son. laughs>
0: No, not enough said. She was a girl we went to high school with uh, who was fucking just on one, dude. All the time, bro. Like, the the origin of that title is uh, uh, Britney Ripple beat the shit out of a girl at a party for rolling her eyes at her.
1: That's wild.
0: And so we named that the song. And That's she fucked like- with it, dude. She knew that we named the song after her. And like she didn't even listen to music like that, but we showed it to her and she was like, Man, that's fucking hardcore, dude. That's awesome. And unfortunately, she passed away like
2: before we graduated because
0: she was so fucking on one, dude. (laughs) Dude, we had so many kids in my high school just fucking perished, dude. (laughs) I'm not even exaggerating, dude. Every year, like two kids would die for no reason jeez i just I'm so, the whole fact that you're
1: what you said it's a girl from my high school and i was like yep that tracks that's about what i uh, and you what, as
0: soon as you said oh that's enough i was like not even close yeah. dude there's a whole no,
1: it's like it's just the most um post-hardcore like 2000s post-hardcore thing to do (laughs) is just name a song after some girl that they went to high school with like pretty sure attack attack did the same thing like yeah everybody was um, just
0: trying in terms of like like, bro uh,
1: ashley's here
0: yeah in terms of like uh uh song names everybody was just kind of ripping off chiodos after
1: 2008 Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's pretty funny man i mean it's just the most exactly post hardcore thing uh from that yeah
0: well i feel like those guys were like the pioneers of like silly song titles in that scene
1: yeah they would do the most ridiculous long song titles yeah um yeah i i think my favorite still is uh bulls make money pigs or bulls make money bears make money pigs get slaughtered
0: i think that was (laughs) honestly the shitty song names are probably i think that's part of the reason why uh it was so hard for me to get like my parents into that band or something like that you know what i mean like
1: they're also otherwise
0: a very palatable band for an adult
1: mm, not their first know. album
0: but bone palace is pretty palatable dude
1: yeah i guess yeah it's a little more melodic i'm thinking like first album i'm like i don't know no, about first album is very <laughs> like, weird
0: first album is yeah. very all over the place
1: yeah but right, yeah cool. this song
0: but uh than. yeah i just want to give you a warning the intro of this song it it starts off just bad immediately I don't know if there's any redeeming factors on this one.
1: No redeeming factors on this one?
0: Yeah, go ahead and start from the beginning.
2: Here.
1: That switched really fast. <laughs> like that yeah, transition, dude. there was no transition there, and it just switched. Like
0: get it going again? I
1: want to go back to that.
0: Get it going again?
1: Right there, okay, it's like uh 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 the transition yeah. is stark right there. Um sorry. I No, it's fine,
0: yeah. dude. Shit on it, it's bad. <laughs> Oh, it's getting heavy now, dude. D- yeah, now it's getting heavy. Yeah, we got some panic cords and some chuggy chuggies in here,
2: dude. Away!
0: Yeah, you're hitting all of it,
1: dude. <laughs> you're just going for the panic cords. The chuggy chuggies just all over, man. You gotta hit all of it. It's like... You. <laughs>
0: it is lazy taking, songwriting. It's
1: taking the post-hardcore template and just being like, "All right, so we got a we got a checklist. We got to hit these things in the breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> so dude. We, we got to hit the chugs. All right. We got to hit the panics. Okay. We got to come in with the screams. All got right. Gotta hit a little
0: we Car yell in the intro of the breakdown.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: was he trying to
0: scream there or sing i was think he, he was yelling? trying to do like uh was he like a yell i think he or... was trying to do like like all's quiet kind of yells dude <laughs> like that uh it's almost like it's it's where you're like
1: Was that trying to say? I don't know. Or was that trying?
0: But all I know is that Jeremy had to perfect these beginning techniques in his parents' house, and I can only imagine the, (laughs) the sheer terror that that must have brought upon his entire family.
1: You got some little southern riffs in there. I hear that. That's uh Oh yeah, dude. I was all about those wham. little southern
0: riffs, dude.
1: I fucking hear a little bit there.
0: Oh, hang on, turn it off. <laughs> yeah. So there's guest vocals right here. Uh, my buddy David Henry did vocals on this in uh, I was like 2008 when he recorded this. Yeah, he came to the studio, smoked a bunch of weed with me and Victor, and then we got shamed for smoking weed, and then uh yeah, he came in and tracked the vocals, dude.
1: And he's just like a dude you knew?
0: Yeah, he was in bands.
1: Oh, so he was like in other bands at the time.
0: Yeah, do you remember uh Forever in a Day from no. like the Skateland West days? No.
1: I don't remember them. Oh, okay i remember a lot of bands from back in those days but not forever anymore.
0: Well, they, they were pretty popular
1: yeah i mean they probably were i might have even seen them at some point and i just don't even remember i
0: probably they used to open for like icy stars and they yeah. weren't heavy but they used to open for like icy stars and like and craig owens solo so stuff yeah yeah that yeah exactly so exactly so-
1: i've never heard vocals that sound more like i'm in high school than these <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah well like,
1: on that other episode we said like you could tell like you were like oh i can tell when it's like a female screamer and i'm like i can tell when it's a high schooler singing <laughs> like, yeah this is, this is a high schooler singing this like, so is somebody yeah. who hasn't figured out their range yet necessarily it's
0: definitely a senior in high school yep yeah
1: like it's and that's not to like shame his vocals in that way or anything i think it's just at that certain point your vocals sound a certain way and also like you a lot of times vocalists don't know their range or don't have it figured out totally yet like, yeah
0: everybody's got like a tinge of kellen quinn yeah
1: you're in their singing their voice more...
0: when they're at 17.
1: yeah you're singing at more what you want to be rather than what you should be
0: yeah yeah plus your voice i mean it, you just really don't have any like there's no mileage on your voice, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, Kai, I can't hear you, dude.
1: Okay, cool. My computer shit out on me there. I lost connection to my microphone. And, and we're my... back. Oh, and we're back. All we're right, cool. back,
0: everybody. Hey, it's going to computer... be a weird cut into the next segment of the podcast.
1: You guys can blame it on me. It was my mouse and my microphone disconnected all at once in one uh, fell dude,
0: swoop. I'm going to start a subreddit for the podcast just so we can blame that on you, dude. Yeah, it, um, it happens. Talk shit on there, dude. Uh, it is I will it is. I will get a subreddit going, and I will make it as bad for your life as the fighter and the kid subreddit is for Brennan Shaw, dude. Watch me.
1: <laughs> that's, that's on him. You know? <laughs> no, it's absolutely on him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> this was just your computer, so. Yeah, that You're was... lucky this time, Kyle. All
1: right, I think we'll start off from around a minute 18 into Suckamore, because that's around where we were at,
0: um, around a little over a
1: minute in. Is that? Or do you yeah. want to just start fresh?
0: I mean, yeah, start where the, like those guest vocals come in. I guess. Start I at That's probably like, the move.
1: Let's see. We'll start at 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, let's that see seems that about right. No, because we're going to have to sit through that shitty breakdown again, dude. I don't want to do that. Start a minute in.
2: All
1: right, so we're at a minute ten about. Wait, hang
0: on. Hanging on. Go back to Jeremy's vocals, (laughs) the high school vocals.
1: Okay. Big
0: goal Yeah, <laughs> it's a little uh, it's a little Disney Channel-ish.
1: You can hear like he's singing from the throat, not from like the chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, that also, was, like that's that what you can the also Problem
0: right? of this era for him, for sure, dude.
1: Yeah, you hear stop. <laughs> it's like that's why yeah. it's cracking. It's like, bro, yeah.
0: I know that his choir teacher used to give him like insane amounts of shit for like doing that like just berate him and being like you're destroying your vocal cords just so you know (laughs) (laughs) also let me just say i think probably david singing is probably the best actual singing on this entire ep Yeah? Probably, dude.
1: I mm, I mean, is this him right here, or is this about to come up?
0: No, it's It's him right here.
1: You might be right, honestly, because Kellen's are rough and like, but even this—he kills is it like, on this
0: next part too. This
1: is singing from the throat a little bit too. And you it is, but it. he
0: he knows how to control it.
1: Yeah, if it was like, that dude, vocals the whole time, like if he controlled for, it that well the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and that's great. not
0: like, in, he's a great singer, but that's not like incredible either. But for what we gave him, I think that's probably about as good as anybody could have done on it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think he did. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. He did show more control in that next portion. that Yeah, you were Surpri-
0: out. like a surprising more amount than like Kellen Quinn did.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so yeah kellen i think kellen
0: just laid him down and was like all right those will get pitch corrected right yeah (laughs) wrong kellen
1: yeah he probably also just figured like this wasn't gonna go that big no (laughs) yeah he's probably gonna gonna get like two thousand
0: views on youtube bro
1: yeah he was collecting checks at that point rather than you know wasn't even a a check it was
0: five twenty dollar bills that jeremy yeah i mean that's what i mean it's
1: like that's what I'm saying. Regardless, not even a check. He was just trying to get money at that point. He wasn't concerned yeah, about... I think he was just trying about,
0: to eat food that night on tour. Yeah. They, Sleeping I, with Sirens was not big at the time. They weren't, like, big yet. Yeah. This was, I like, think, pre-second album.
1: Yeah, see, it's like they were in a different phase where he was just doing guest vocals on the cheaper, you know? And yeah, And, like, yeah. now it's, like... I think these days, it's really like, is it worth it for me? Like, what's the, you know, he's probably like, what's the view count on it? Well, he I'm has... Or uh, how big of the bag Have is, you ever
0: now? heard of Artist X?
1: I think so. That's where you can just, like... You can just get buy features folder. from people. Yeah, and they, exactly. they
0: have to accept it or whatever. But, yeah, anybody can just, like, send a submission to him now. And it's like, I think it's like... I think it's like fucking five hundred to a thousand dollars to have him on your song, which is too much, to be honest with you. But there is a whole website and I've seen TikToks about it where it's
1: like metal bands or like com like current metalcore bands and stuff. Uh, you can just buy features from them, and I've seen people go through. That'd be interesting to go through. We should try and I should try and find that website and we could go through it in the future and just rate whether it's worth it or not <laughs> like, and see like who whose features are fucking insane because, you know, some people got to be asking for money that you're like, you ain't worth that. Like, well,
0: yeah, know. I wonder who's on there because it would be sick if we There's could a lot uh, of people. You on. know how we were going to get uh, that Fiverr guy to like write us like a hardcore like intro. Yeah. Was he gonna? Were we gonna have him do screams on it too, or like? Oh, what, oh just like a um, straight up like instrumental then, huh? Yeah, because it I would mean, be we funny. Could do
1: screams ourselves. We could.
0: <laughs> I don't have anywhere to track that in New York City, um, but also it would be funny if we like got like the guy from Knock Loose or somebody like that. Like, obviously, that's kind of a big lofty dream goal to for this podcast but, but we can at get some somebody point, who is to get somebody sick yeah. to yeah. get somebody sick as fuck uh somebody to sick do... who
1: would do it for like 50 or 100 maybe you know yeah. somebody who, I, don't, I feel like there's like you know like <laughs> the vocalist of like left to suffer and stuff and like will ramos is on there and stuff like there's a lot of like heavy bands i think like the vocalist from bad omens is on there and oh like, really there's a lot of them yeah it's a lot of people i think i've it's I forget what the way. I'll figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. And I we're like going to We're talking about this. the same website. Maybe. It might be Artist X. That might be what it is, honestly. Yeah. So we'll figure it out, though. But, <laughs> all right. Let's keep going with this. We got to get through the rest of this. No, I keep song. coughing
0: on this fucking podcast. Same. I feel it's shitty. It's all the today. weed, dude. Uh, no, I've just been feeling shitty the past couple days, dude. <clears throat> oh, kind of no. under the weather.
1: Well, I'm speaking on my behalf. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the rhythm on his screams feels really off over these guitars
0: Yeah, it's not a good like vocal <laughs> cadence yeah you just be like brah
2: bra bra bra. Yeah, it's Like, he's kind of just
0: fought. Like, play the beat. Like, he's following the first three chugs so that it kind of goes off a little bit, but barely.
1: I feel like there's a breakdown on the horizon
0: here. It feels like. Oh, dude, there's a. I mean, yeah, kind not really. I mean, there's like, like a build either- up right here that you would assume would lead into a breakdown and then it doesn't, but there will be There's some stuff in here, dude.
2: <laughs> Less is that, large and black, A <laughs> <laughs> dude,
0: I knew you were gonna love that, dude. Wanna... That was on like a high <laughs> string, dude. That was on the G string for sure, dude.
1: Let's run that back one time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know why it's so funny
0: to me. Because it's so out of place. not
1: be there. It's yeah. so
0: out of place. Play it one I mean, more time. It's so dude. high, dude. It's super <laughs>
2: fucking high,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, that sucks
1: does it belong there the that way that he sucks ass the way that he handles it after that squeal like his vocals just don't sound like, like that the squeal into these vocals it's like i don't know what
2: <laughs>
0: yeah it's uh it's not good dude <laughs>
2: you
1: you know, we've said it before on this podcast with hardcore songs and music in general is less is more. Sometimes with song length, like yeah, this song, song goes on for a it? long time. How dude. long is it, dude? we're at 2:54 right now, and like how much it, is left? Looks like a quarter
2: or a third Oh, what the maybe. fuck, dude?
1: <laughs> it's a long song, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just apologize. <laughs> Oh man, oh Jesus, is it fucking lagging up on me? Don't do
2: that on me. <laughs>
1: I don't have anything really bad to say here. I just feel like it's dragging.
0: <laughs> it's dude, yeah, it's way too long. All, yeah. I will say positively here, my little guitar lead here is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say it's good, but I'm like for being 16 at the time, that's kind of cool, dude. That's yeah. a neat little riff there, dude.
2: All right, let's hear it. <laughs> Go back. Play it
0: one more time for the for the fans,
2: dude. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool lead, dude. <laughs>
0: oh, hang on. Turn it off, dude. This is the worst part of the song.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> like
0: a little dance break intro. We were trying to be attack attack here, dude. Oh my God, there's even a panic cord at one point. You're going to love this guy. Oh, this is going to be great. This is terrible.
1: I do see you all running in place at this part.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what we did here.
1: Yeah, you are running in place and then getting crab core down low. Like right yeah. here
0: a grab course coming right here also hang on go back (laughs) that little sweep thing I did right there too also kind of cool yeah (laughs) before it got really heavy play that little little uh Diminished sweep run I do right there.
1: let me play it again.
0: God, Kyle, I gotta say your technology is bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't have it downloaded. I should have downloaded. Though. Did
0: you hear it? <laughs> Ooh, somebody listened to Chelsea Grin. Those little <laughs> Chelsea Grin wasn't even a band yet, dude. Yeah. Sycamore was a band before Chelsea Grin yeah, was. Really? What are you talking about, dude?
1: It sounds like you just listened to like a grindcore riff, and we're like, that would sound sick in the middle of our song. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: nah, kinda- I was just doing. It, it sounds some like little, you uh, put a
1: grindcore riff just sort of in the ending breakdown and like sprinkled it in there, sort nah, of. I was
0: just doing some little three-string sweeps, dude. Yeah, it's just three <laughs> whole right. strings, dude. pretty that's some pretty intense shit huh wait how does the song end
1: For like a four-minute song, yo, dude. Songs were longer back in the day. What do you mean? Like you were also like heavily influenced by Chiodos, and they did long songs too. They did really long songs. They had like six or seven minutes. My whole thing was like I
0: didn't want to be like generic back in the day, and I'm not saying we didn't we accomplished that here, but um, you know, I don't know. Songs people forget also. Songs used to be long. People used to have somewhat of an attention span and you yeah. could listen to a song that's longer than two minutes and 45 seconds
1: i can when it's like a really good song you know yeah <laughs> i mean
0: yeah sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> at that time you felt you were writing masterpieces and i understand that i logic. don't think i felt that way at all dude no. i don't think
0: i ever was that cocky about it where i'm like we're writing fucking a masterpiece right here
1: we're about to go on tour with Chiotos after we release i this. i
0: wish dude that would have i i don't think i'd do comedy if i accomplished that yeah <laughs> i think that would have been enough for me dude i've been like all right i'm i peaked
1: <laughs> all right well man this podcast is peaked i think it's over all right so i think, so. <laughs> I think yeah. so all right that's uh that's that's this episode what episode are we on eight or nine it's I nine, keep getting dude. You gotta get these
0: covers right on Instagram, dog.
1: It's like I got one episode behind, and then the next time I went in Canva to it's edit it, I was like, so the three last. Three weeks one in is- a row,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them say episode six. <laughs> and they're like, well, the next one must be seven. <laughs> like, I see what happened, like, where the mistake came from and how yeah. it happened, but. <laughs> Get it together, Kyle. (laughs) Maybe lay off the weed a little bit. Maybe (laughs) coughing is the least of your worries right now, dude.
1: No, man. Fuck it, that's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just yeah, I got behind like on like the template. Nah, uh, dude, I'm just fucking with it. I don't really me. care, but no, but yeah. it's like when you look at the template and then you go to it and it's on that episode number. You're like, all right, increase it by one. That's yeah. so, like I did it the same one twice in a row, and hey. then on the next one I just changed it
0: by one. Hey, I don't, I don't really care that much, but fucking <laughs> fix it, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking cut oh, it out. Man. Yeah, All right. Um. um yeah, that's right. the pod, everybody. That's, that's episode nine. Of Unless you live hardcore, follow us on Instagram. Uh, I am at comic Jake Ford. Kyle is at I am Kyle Forsyth. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe uh, on YouTube if YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, give us a rating. If you're watching. On, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, give us a rating uh give us a five star rating if you like the pod it really actually does help push us up into the the algorithm so and if you've
1: watched it on youtube this far leave a comment and actually say you watched it this far yeah that also helps
0: with the almighty algorithm that we all worship these days so yeah
1: it's ridiculous i don't know we're at your mercy
0: algorithm thank you (laughs) thank you for all that you give us all right
2: talk to you all next week